What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm J-Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 4, Episode 19. It's the season finale of Season 4, and it's called Chapter 76, Killing Mr. Honey Beach. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending of the podcast because we are going to go through our recap roundups and your recap roundups and your Twitter comments. And, like, there was so much to be said from last night's finale. So be sure to stick around for that because we have a lot to spill. And we did have a contest that we had going for the entire season for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and a pop socket. If you did enter, we drew a name and just check out our Instagram story for the winner because we got to contact you to get that to you. Yeah. As always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode, y'all. Very special episode, as you can see. see. I mean, if you're hearing it, we're on screen right now. We're on screen right so now. So head to our YouTube to actually see our physical bodies and faces. Yeah, we figured we would do a live Zoom chat in this time of quarantine. It's like very on brand for us, I think. Exactly. Like it was meant to be yeah. worked out perfectly. And it's the finale, you exactly. know, and I think it's going to be a good episode to talk about because I was yeah. very, very impressed with this episode. Um, the production quality was super high on it. Shout out to Match and Amic. Oh what gosh. did you think of the episode? Loved it, loved it, loved it. To your point, I think it was the best way to go out, especially in this, considering this time, considering the fact that they didn't get to do their whole season finale. They, I think there's three episodes that they were going to finish up before the end of the season, but this was a great stopping point for them. Yeah. Um, yes, such a fantastic episode. I tweeted after I watched it last night because I just couldn't, but it was just so good. I feel like this is like the penultimate yeah. Riverdale experience. Mitch and Amick, to your point, shout out to her. She really slayed Killed it. I think she did such a good job. So proud of her and the team that developed this script and the the visuals and the style and the transitions. And they had a mommy. They had a mommy strut. Like my like God, I had to put that in there. You know, she was like, "If I'm directing this episode, I have better have a mommy strut. Like it's gonna happen. Need a mom." I just so want to really good. quickly mention that um, Roberto, um, he did an interview right after the episode and he did mention that they actually were done filming prom. Like they were basically 90% done um, with the prom mm-hmm. episode, but he's like, we were missing like crucial bughead and Varchi scenes. So right. he's like, how can we go about it with still like airing this episode? But then they were like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, it's not going to work. Like, it feels like half, it doesn't feel complete. Yeah. So he was like, forget it. We'll end off on 19. It's basically a cliffhanger. We'll come back next season. We'll do the right. first episodes of like their graduation and prom and all of that. And hopefully that gives them more time to really write the sickest graduation prom experience Agreed. for us. And I'm excited yeah. for that, you know? Yeah, I would agree with you. I think that no matter what, like what happened over this whole situation, giving them more time <laughs> to refine the script or rejig some things, I do take love the fact time, that guys. You, take your, you got the time, take the damn take time it. to make <laughs> the perfect fucking video or yeah. the perfect show. But yeah. um, ending off on this note was fantastic. It just really brought back a lot of like Riverdale moments to me. And it just made me remember how much I love this show um, and what it can be. And I think that, you know, we've said it so many times over, over the years that we've been doing this podcast that they have these spiking moments where they're just like, they're, they're doing it. They're doing it well. The writing's like literally perfect. Like everything was so well done. 
I think they win at those one-off episodes. I think that's where their strength is. And like, yes, this agreed. was definitely one of those episodes where it was a one-off. We even talked about it last week. I think you mentioned it, how you were like, what if it's like Jughead's story? Like yes. they're not really killing him. Like it's part of his story. Yeah. And it's such a fun way to tell, to have those scenes with like Veronica freaking out at the crew being like, what the hell's wrong with you guys? And having those moments that we would never really see. They not really, clearly. really, they, their strength is in those episodes and right. really, really fun to watch. Um, and they did an amazing job with this week and I'm glad it was a finale. So yeah, yeah. just a great way to end it all. And just, yeah, the scenes that we got were like, it felt like a finale. There were some moments that were very uh, finale esque. Anyway, let's get into that? it. Quickly Good having said that, um, Skeet and uh, Marisol said that they're going to come back next year for, for like a legit three. finale. Cause like this can't be their like end yeah. off, you know what I mean? So it that's was kind of cool. that. But that's the thing. Being said, that being said, the parents got some airtime this they episode, did. They which totally I was really did. happy about. Anyway, yeah. let's get into the episode. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll break it down just like we normally do. We start off with Jughead narrating, um, of course, as usual, and he's in the FBI office with Betty and Charles, and he's doing like a side by side of the real murder of uh, Jason and then the fake one that they just found or that was just given to them, and uh, they're just talking about how these tapes. Uh, were found and what what happens where's a correlation how how does the guy know that this tape existed because the you know it was the questions that we asked too you know yeah. we thought that these things were destroyed and somehow these guys are getting their hands on these actual old uh, murder tapes which is kind of crazy so then um the next thing that we see is betty with principal honey at in his office and she delivers her yearbook as we know she just found out like last week that she was yeah the yearbook like lead so she's like okay i just put it all together here's a yearbook and he's like it's not happening anymore it's too late you brought it to me too late i uh, i was supposed she's to like, i it. literally spent nights yeah. on this motherfucking piece of shit and you're not gonna <laughs> let me submit it like yeah she's fucking cheesed at this point in time and she's like forget it she's just like whatever i'm over this guy he's such a douchebag and in the meantime jughead gets a phone call from a the University of Iowa. Um, and basically they're saying that he has an offer to be a part of the school. Um, he just needs to put together a brand new story. So um, once again, so really, really quickly, yeah, go ahead. I don't, and I could be wrong about this, but it was really cool how he was like, um, the University of Iowa is known for their writing program. And I don't mm. know if you remember, but in girls, Lena Dunham, I think leaves New York to go to, to, go to Iowa, Iowa to like do their writing program because like i think one. again like their writing program is apparently like super lit maybe i'm wrong <laughs> i could be wrong i couldn't have the wrong university but i'm pretty sure it was the same so i was like oh like i guess they're like basically in like truth too like maybe yeah. the writing program is pretty sick anyways yeah. sorry no that's pretty <laughs> cool i mean i love the fact that they do that kind of stuff like everybody's going to like carnegie mellon like there's yeah. there are there are like based in the reality a little bit too which is cool um so he needs to put together this story and we get a scene of them all sitting in the lounge and guys this is what i want riverdale to be all the time That's every it. day the every lounge week. the lounge That's this it. scene was perfection to me i was like oh so this is how you manage an entire cast of seven people like this is exactly how you do it you know everybody what? circle and just talk to each other and say when funny you things see them together. together they are electric on screen like yeah. all of them together you see their chemistry like th you really are missing out when we don't get these scenes because they yes. you can really see how how good they are off screen too and I, and it's just magic it's like magic yeah. on screen i loved it so anyway they're just updating each other um and it, it comes up that basically everybody's kicked out of prom like betty can't go because she <laughs> it was like, so funny they're like, like so who can go yeah 
And it was actually one of my favorite moments because they realized that the only two people that can go who haven't currently been exempt or t- kicked off are uh, Jughead and Archie. And Archie even says, like, you want to go to prom with me, bro? Like, it was such like, a good they, they moment. They point at each other, like, before yeah. everyone realizes. He's like, you're going to go with me? Because, yeah. like, only they could go. <laughs> it was, it so was cute. the cutest thing. And it felt very KJ Appa and Cole yeah. Sprouse in that moment. Yeah. And, like, that's what I mean. Like, these guys are kids and they're they're playing, you know, teenagers. So, like, why not have those moments where you can yeah. laugh and joke with your friends? So, anyway, that cute little scene happened. And then um, Betty just kind of goes into, like, dark mode. And she's like, well, one thing that we can do is kill Mr. Honey. And then, like, the it's like cricket. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, like uh, uh. <laughs> scream. And then she says, or we can scare him enough to leave town. And then they start like breaking down a concept. And it was really cool because this entire episode was a split between reality and this fantasized imagery of what they could do to Mr. Honey. So it yeah. starts off with this kind of concept of them walking into the school before he leaves uh, late one night and they're wearing, first they're not wearing masks. And then like, it's like, stop, pause. He's going to know that we're, it's us. So we have to wear something else. So then they're wearing the bunny masks and they're wearing different outfits. So like, it's like you're watching a heist movie or something, yeah. something yeah. kind of has that energy so much fun to watch and everybody's in on it so it's got like cheryl this 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 and this um reggie's like i'm gonna do it because my car got all fucked up during halloween it was all his fault yeah and veronica even says like i got a cabin in fox forest like my parents cabin where they killed minetta <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's where uh like that's kind of where she was imagining it to be and cheryl even said she's like we can torture him by maple boarding him just like i maple boarded my mom yeah man maple boarding <laughs> I was like, that's so much. I and feel like, like you would enjoy that more than anything. It sounds very And Betty is literally having like a fantasy. She's like She's smiling like- from ear to ear. <laughs> She's like, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. And then Reggie like just takes everybody back down to normal life. And he's like, or we can just like pull off a really, really, really good senior prank and just like leave it at that. So it shows Honey in his office. And obviously Reggie is now uh, set up this prank. He sits in his chair and all you hear is like, crank. And like, he can't get up now. Like he's stuck. Yeah. And then um, he like get his phone. Then he goes to get his phone because it was ringing and then it's like stuck to his hand. And then it just like he calls in the secretary. The secretary basically has to wheel him out or the fireman wheels him out and it just shows him getting rolled out. And, you know, like Betty's like, ha ha ha, like whatever. Everybody's just happy that he got this prank in. It would have been really smart, BT Dubs, if like they put like a porn film like on his desk and he went to grab that first and it got stuck in his hand like American Pie style. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, he goes to grab a tissue, and, he, and then that one's like, it is it. It looks like he was, like, jerking off to that floor. <laughs> you, like, really went in on that. I'm like, yeah. you, how many pranks That's what I thought was going like to happen. That. I was like, oh, they're copying American Pie. Like, this is what's yeah. And then he just, like, grabs the phone instead. So. And that was it. But anyway, so they see him roll, getting rolled out in his chair. So that's real life. That's actually what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then it cuts to the next morning in Betty's room and Jughead is like writing a story because he gets inspired by what fantasy basically uh, she was coming up with earlier and he says I'm going to do a story about killing Mr. Honey I'm like he's like That's, this is amazing yeah. so she starts reading it and as she's reading it it becomes real so then it turns into kind of the the real cabin dream fantasy of the story 
So then as he's reading it, it shows them kidnapping uh, Mr. Honey and then keeping him in the cabin. He's tied to a chair and it's really cute dialogue. I don't want to go into it in too much detail because it's like all not real. But basically, Reggie uh, is getting kind of frustrated with honey because honey keeps kind of egging him on he ends up taking his mask off honey basically calls him out and then he punches he punches him um and then it just keeps cutting back to different scenes of different characters doing different things at one point in time cheryl is guarding mr honey by herself she has like a sassy moment with him to be like go fuck yourself we're gonna do whatever we want if you don't you know post a video saying that we're allowed to go to prom then you're gonna stay in that chair and die so it was just like this cute little moment um, that was written. So this is still Jughead's story. Then in the real world, it cuts to the FBI with uh, Charles and Betty and another tape emerges. So this is like these tapes are like starting to come out of the woodwork. And this one now is of Midge getting killed at the play. And now Charles has them kind of side by side with each other. And he's like, well, this bitch is not like joking around. Like he's actually recreating all the murders that have happened in this town, but they still don't know where these they're coming from. Yeah. Then it cuts back into another cabin dream moment. And, uh, it's the kids going into the cabin and realizing that he is laying on the floor in the chair, like kind of like lifeless, not moving. Veronica checks his pulse and he's dead. So now that's like the story plot line currently. And then it cuts back to real, the real world and the kids are sitting in the lounge and they're all laughing at honey and the fact that he was stuck in his chair and how stupid he looked and whatever, whatever. Um, but then honey calls, everybody or he calls he goes on the speaker phone on the speaker mic and he goes uh whoever doesn't come or if the person who didn't do this doesn't come forward then uh everybody is not which was like i was like guys you guys are so dumb you should have done this like the night of prom so that like he can't stop you from going to prom like he's obviously (laughs) gonna come back the next day and stop prom it's reggie man like i don't know why anybody is listening to reggie do anything Cheryl's like, why did you guys do this? I'm like, why did you agree to it? Like, you're dumb too. Like, <laughs> but then you do find out that he was, he kind of acted alone. He acted with Archie and Kevin, but outside of them, like, it was just, they, they were just like nodding and being like, okay, Reggie, do whatever you want to do. Yeah. But, um, so Cheryl's cheese because now she, she wanted to crash the prom and now she, there's like no prom to even exist. Um, but then Betty says, why don't we do a little bit of research and see if we can get any dirt on him and then we can like exploit that yeah. and then run him out of town for that blackmail so i was like you guys should have done that from the get-go like girl get it together just listen to betty from from the beginning from day one exactly so uh then again cabin i'm gonna call it cabin dreams but everybody's just talking about going to college and they're all freaking out because they're like what are we gonna do if we tell people that he's been dead like we're never gonna go to the colleges that we want to go to reggie again has a really cute moment i know that it's written by jughead but it's just he's like because everybody's like, I'm going to this place. I'm going to Barnard. I'm going to all these places. And then he's like, I'm going to Riverdale Community College. Maybe. Maybe. Like, <laughs> he doesn't even know if he can make it to community college. Yeah. Which I thought was really cute. It's And that's what I mean. It, they they inserted all these perfectly comedic moments that yeah. if you yeah. if you didn't notice them, you didn't notice them. But if you did, you were like laughing. And I, yeah. I thought it was extremely enjoyable. So, uh, in back in the real world, the kids now are like, okay, what are we going to do about this prom situation? And this is the moment that we get everybody, uh, we see everybody going to their parents being like, daddy, mommy, mommy like, I need help. Like, I want that prom life, please. I love this. And you so know why? 
because it was still real. That's what you would do as a as a high school student. You'd be like, mom, dad, like they're fucking me over. Like you need, I, like you have to help me out. And like after all these seasons, where we've been asking for that, we're like, where are the parents? Where are the parents? Like they're only here for like killing their kids or like getting involved in their kids' drama. Finally, they're like clutch, Doing and they something. come through. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> um, so. There's this moment that we get, which I, love I thought was freaking epic. And you just said it offline before we even started, or did maybe you just said it on, but like the fact that we got this mommy moment yeah. of them. Hermione's finally back, guys. Like, like she, thank God they brought her back for this moment. <laughs> this one fucking time she was actually there. So um they all kind of just roll up um on Mr. Honey. And this is real life, which I still live for somehow. The music was perfect. And they basically said, reinstate prom or else like whatever we're just gonna come for you and honey still says f no and then everybody just comes for him one by one like alice for one is like ready to like go serpent queen on her him and like kick his ass but well, then it was funny because like mary was like i can do this because i'm the best lawyer She's ever like, legal 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 legal, yeah, legal and lawyer then, and then um alice was like well i'm part of the register and then and then and then yeah. um hiram's like well i'm the mayor so like i can do anything i fucking want to do in this town basically <laughs> and then even honey was like he looks over to, to um fp and um daddy what's his name yeah Kevin's Tommy dad. Murphy, he's yeah. like what are you guys here for like you're gonna say your thing too and he's they're like no no we're just here for muscle <laughs> we're just the muscle yeah yeah like, i just it's so good they involved every single person yeah. i'm like if the parents if the parents collectively cannot shut this shit that down like these guys are yeah. like hopeless yeah, yeah. So it's not gonna happen and even nana was there like what a cutie yeah. <laughs> And Cheryl like rolls her in. She's like, because I'm student president, I'm gonna go in with you guys to yeah. go to the meeting. It was so good. Yeah, it was so good. Like that's what I mean. These moments, like, where have they been all this I time? I know. It's just, and it's funny, like, just really quickly, it's funny because when I was reading all the tweets, a lot of the Archie comic lovers were saying this feels like a comic episode. I was just gonna say it feels like such the. It feels like the comic. It yes. felt so true to the comic. Yeah. For sure. And just and I'm like, you ask yourself, why can't they just keep that energy going the entire time? Like they have the ability 100 percent These characters yeah. are perfectly built for mm -hmm. comics. Why not go that way? Anyway, so um then it cuts to the cabin dreams again. And again, Reggie gets another comedic moment where he's digging the grave and he's like, How deep does a grave have to be? And Jughead says, Deep. It's Riverdale. And I was like, that's a cute little line too. I just, uh, guys, I just love the writing in this episode. Deep. So then, <laughs> deep, just go deep. And uh, then it cuts back to school. And Cheryl just kind of walks into the room with Betty and uh, where Betty and Jughead are just like talking. And she says, we have some news, but we're going to celebrate. So then it cuts to a scene where she's a pop's diner and everybody. That was so random. She's like, come yeah. with me. We can't celebrate here. Like, just shoot them a text. <laughs> like, it's such a random moment in the somewhere. show. So she, uh, she, so the next scene is her basically standing on a table celebrating with She's everybody like, because yes! mom has been reinstated. Also, where we was Tony? Okay, really so, good Vanessa point. Morgan, where were you at though? Yeah. Where? Shout out to one of our listeners because I did not even realize Atlana uh, Scopjack said, but where's Tony? Yeah. Seriously, she wasn't even in the background walking by or something. She and I was mention it yeah but yeah like she's been by cheryl's side this entire time like probably yes. even wiping her ass like they've been so close this entire season you're telling me in their littest moment she's nowhere to be found 
Like no, nowhere to find. And, it makes and to no answer, sense. To answer your question, the one thing that I will say that I likely think is the case is Vanessa Morgan got married very recently, and I feel like she might have been gone on her honeymoon. In that gap of yeah. time, they were probably like, That's you don't true. need to be there. Because 100%, there's no reason why she wouldn't have been there. Like, fucking Kevin was sitting in the line. Like, everybody was there except for her. are you allowed her. to do that? Like, if you sign on to a show, like, you have to contractually, like, be there for the for the shoots. Like, you can't just be like, I'm dipping for two weeks and not going to be in an episode. But I guess I because no she's, like, a third-tier character, like, it's not really, like, mandatory. Exactly. Like, she maybe. probably wouldn't have had a line anyway. She probably yeah. would have had, like, maybe one kiss moment with Shoni. Yeah. And they were just like, and if maybe, you want like, to go... they went over budget. Like, maybe they couldn't afford to have, like, because ev- literally, like, every single person was in that episode, except yeah. for Pops. Was he even in that episode, maybe? I think he even, I think even Pops <laughs> made it, and not Tony, which is kind of tight. I'm that like, is Damn. so bad. <laughs> That's pretty tight that they couldn't even like get her in there. But yeah, I don't know what happened, but I think that's, that's my theory. That's the reason why it happened. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was really, really cute moment. All the parents got a a moment to be like, we're really proud of our next generation. And it just felt like a very wholesome Riverdale moment. I loved it. Don't get often where like the entire cast is in one space. Um, you know, obviously Fred Andrews was in a happy thing, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Everybody was celebrating. They were all happy that everything happened. And um, yeah, they said to generations united together, we have proven victorious. And it just kind of gave me shivers down my spine. Yeah, I I like, this is such a great um, shivers down my spine. Sounds like a very negative thing. I meant, I meant chills. Yeah, <laughs> no? I, got, I got you. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was, just cute it was really cute to see again like what a beautiful moment to have in an episode that wasn't meant to be the finale but it felt so much like it was like them saying goodbye being like now you guys like be free like move forward yeah. Yeah. um you know and i know they didn't shoot it like that but it, it kind of did feel like that For um sure. I was on Twitter and I think I saw someone being like, dude, like Hiram was being up there being like, I support you all. And I love you. I'm like, you tried to kill like half these people and like blackmail one and like put one in prison. What are you talking about? Like you don't speak. You're not allowed <laughs> to speak back. right now. Like, let your wife talk for you right now because you're evil. <laughs> so yeah, he does say something like that. He's like, I'm just proud of my kids, even though yeah, we don't get along. Like, I always something. have your good intentions and I always will protect. I'm like, no, you, you didn't though. And even FB in the corner, he was like, <laughs> Jughead's gonna be the first person to go to university. Yeah. Like he's just so happy. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, Moving yeah. on, it but it was cute. just a very sweet moment. Yeah. Um, cutting back to Jughead writing a story, and now we're again back in the dream sequence, and everybody's sitting in the lounge, and Reggie's like glitching out in this dream sequence. He's yeah. like, I'm, I feel so guilty. This murder, murder, murder. And then Kevin comes in because he wasn't a part of the murder, and he's like, Yo, somebody found uh, his glasses in the woods, and they're they're thinking that it's foul play, and um, so this is back. So now cutting back to the real world, back at school, another tape comes in and Jughead and Betty get called into Honey's office. Sorry, and really quickly. Were they wearing the same clothes in both scenes or different clothes? I can't remember. I'd have to go back and check. I'm not yeah. really sure how con- continuous because, they were. Because, about it. because it was very, very subtle when they showed like the alternate universe and like the yeah. present day it was very subtle so like you would get confused at some point but yeah. now that i'm trying to think it i'm like were they wearing the same clothes i can't remember but yeah if you guys remember let us know in the comments because uh yeah really yeah that's an interesting take but basically yeah. um another tape is found now charles is there in the office with honey and um it shows somebody walking through the halls of the school like already i don't even know i don't know about yeah. you but right away i was like this I is shaky know. camera footage yeah this is obviously like a fake person 
So uh, they're watching it. And even Betty's just like sitting there like nodding. She's like, cool, cool, cool. Like whatever you say, we're going to take this. Because what Honey basically says at the end of this is because there's somebody that went into the school and did all this like creepy investigative stuff and sent all this tape, we're going to have no choice but to cancel the prom. And so obviously Betty like put it all together and she's like, fuck this guy. He only just wants to cancel prom. That's his whole vendetta this whole time. And um, Betty's like, I'm just going to review the tape while you finish writing your story. So then it cuts back to the story that Jughead is writing and um, it shows Reggie and it's a, just a narration of like Reggie, like RIP, like they didn't show his death scene or anything. It it's just like shows his his, <laughs> like a slow zoom into his locker and it's just like RIP, he died. Um, and uh, that's, oh wait, that's not what happens. That happens a little bit later. What happens in this scene is they're in the locker room and Reggie's is still he losing his out. mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm a little bit far ahead. I feel like I feel like there was a lot of attention on him this episode and yeah. like he was freaking out. Like, and I didn't expect that from him. Like, I guess uh, it makes sense because like he's never killed anyone before. But right. like also like he was just like over the top, like extra, like but also, like, it's his, like, he's also a written character in Jughead's story. True, right? yeah, yeah. So that's, that's the way I kind of yeah. took it, too. Like, he's he's saying things that he probably normally wouldn't. Wouldn't, yeah. Um, so, in this moment, it was actually funny because uh, Reggie's, like, losing it. He's starting to talk to the other people. He's like, you know, they found his glasses. And you know why they can't find his body? Because, and then before he can say anything else, Archie, like, literally lunges across the fucking locker room and shuts him down. He's like, yo, man, don't say anything. What are you going to do? Like, he just goes off on him. Him. and i'm like archie that's probably more bait more obvious fucking telling him to shut up about he a murder just been like yo are you high or something like go like go like chill out like this guy's um, like he did drugs like don't listen yeah. to him <laughs> it said archie's literally like fucking like, never say that ever again we're like hey, you, obviously you're part of this <laughs> exactly um so then betty is reviewing this tape obviously while jacket is writing the story and she sees this, like, literally, like, two frames of somebody in the reflection of a window. Yeah. And as she, like, zoom, zooms in, like, CSI style, yeah. she realizes that it's Mr. Honey Beach. Um, <laughs> honey, honey, you're dripping. So, <laughs> so she goes and slides it into his DMs, aka, like, in his <laughs> office, and um, shows the evidence and says, this is everywhere. You're the one that did these, this tape. Why did you even do it? Jughead's like, you're such a deranged principal. Also, he spent, like, four hours recording it because like the video was like extra long too. i'm like you clearly have no life you have no <laughs> spent four hours of your life recording the school like these are the great lengths that you have to go through uh, like be cancel like, prom yeah so um they're all just trying to figure things out he jughead says don't mess with us in our town like get the fuck out of here i hope you have a good lawyer um but then jughead asked some questions like why is he doing this about prom like was he bullied in high school yeah. like what what's the situation um so they are trying to like kind of dig into like what his situation is and why he's going so hard on them and, and i wanted that answer too i was like what is you saying like do you just not do you not like want teenagers like dancing together like what is it like are you overly like religious like right can i get an answer here like yeah. i just want to know yeah i agree so then there's this it's really really cool because it's in the same so to your point having like them in the same outfits there's this really cool uh, tracking shot where they're following jughead and betty and as the camera turns 
um, it shows the narration of Jughead finishing the rest of his story, and then it cuts, it pans back to Reggie's um, memorial locker, which I thought was cool. It was a really mm. cool transition into the next scene, and so someone's just like going there, like crying and like putting something down there. So this is the dream sequence of Ro- uh, Reggie being dead, and then Cheryl is like bawling her eyes out. She's like, Bah! She's like so sad. Uh, so they run into the music room. Everybody's trying to console her, and uh, they're trying to say for the most part, like he deserved it. He was talking too much. Yeah. He knew too much. He kept saying things. He was losing his mind. Even Archie's saying like, what the hell man? Like you need to chill out. And this is when Veronica, we find out that his like breaks were cut or like there was some sort of accident. Someone did happened. it. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> Veronica basically says like, what the hell's wrong with you guys? I can't believe you guys are so dark right now. And like, okay with the fact that we just killed one of our best friends. And I, I wrote down of all people, even I know this is a story. I know this is fake, but I was like, of all people, why did Jughead write Veronica to be the one who's like holding on to the, her goodness? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, literally have a gangster father. She would be the first person to be like, okay, how are we going to bury the body? What are we going to do to get rid of it? Or like she did it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, Archie, I can imagine, but anyway, whatever. So it's a, it's a fake story. I can't even like judge it. That hard. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so then it cuts to Betty and Jughead calling, uh, talking, and then again kevin calls them into the office and it turns out that honey has to leave because um sorry not into the office they see him like walking down the aisle or the hallway he's carrying his box and he's leaving he stops in front of the kids um and he basically says like i did all this to make your school better and safer like everything that i did was to protect you guys um and he said like it's not my fault that you guys are all like psychotic like what happens in the school is not normal and uh all the kids basically say well it's normal to us this is our normal so like get used to it and then we find out that honey uh found a new job and he's now going to be working as the headmaster at stone fucking wall prep so how the F did he get this job? Like, I don't even know how he got yeah. this job. Well, they can sue his ass for tampering evidence. Like, there's oh, so many reasons why he can't be employed again. Yeah, like, and, go to another town, at least. Yeah, that was probably the weakest point of the entire... I know, once again, we're talking about Riverdale, but the one weakest point about the story is the fact that he got this job while they're kicking him out for something that he did that was relatively illegal, like tampering right. with evidence. Yeah. Anyways, so he's leaving... Um, and then which, all which guys I really wasn't shocked at because I think in the beginning of this season we even thought that there might be a connection between him and Sto- the Stonewall right. school. We even said it because I was like, okay, two new characters, they're kind of evil. Maybe, maybe yeah. there's a connection. So maybe there is a connection. Which I still all. think there could be. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's yeah. not out of the possibilities. Yeah. So then it cuts to a scene in the lounge and everybody's like, oh, thank God that's over. Like, whatever. And they're just talking. They're just shit talking him, saying how he was the worst person. And this is when Miss Bell, the secretary, like gets her first and only scene like ever. Of all time. She basically says, um, actually, guys, Mr. Honey was the best principal to ever come to Riverdale. He was the best person ever. He did all these great things. Yeah, he like wanted he to make sure to that- the GPA. He's like, nobody died when he was principal. Yeah. He's like, he got like these poor kids into school. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, he was amazing. And now because of you guys, he's gone. Down. What but- did you think of that twist? And how it was delivered from the fucking thing, And I want to get to this at the end. Here's the thing. They twisted this to make him look um, good. 
But right. let's not forget, lest we never forget that he was in the porn shop. Yes. Yes. Like, hello. What's the tea on that? What's the tea like, on that? The tea is missing. Nobody realized that tea. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. Like, and and it's funny because we'll go through around us, but there were some people who really liked the fact that the the way that it curved for Honey being a good guy at the very end of it all. But at the same time, like you guys can't forget the fact that he was he's still a sketchbag. Yeah, and that's him. the thing. Like you know me. Like my whole thing on him was like he's gonna be good. He's gonna be good. Remember, I kept saying it. So like obviously I want that to happen, but now it's too late. The guy was in the porn shop trying to watch like <laughs> these weird films. Like we already yeah. know he's creepy. So now it's like you can't make him good. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But the last thing that Miss um, Bell gives uh, everybody is Jughead. She's like, here's a letter for from Iowa. And then it shows a scene of Jughead opening the letter at home. And he finally reads it and like close up zooms on him. And he's like, oh, and so he yeah, reads it. So and he, <laughs> he's like, I got to change the story. So then it cuts back to the scene where they're in the cabin and it's before they kill him. And so he doesn't kill off honey in, in the brand new story. And instead it's everybody in the hospital and everybody's just terrified of going to the hospital. Um, and uh well it's interesting because it, yeah because he rewrites the moment where like instead of burying his body they yeah. call 911 like archie yes. and veronica call 911 so yes. that is the turning point of that story where instead of killing him off he decides to save him right. um and they but they all do freak out they're like what the hell like we're not gonna be able to go to school anymore right. like the cops are gonna get us um but in the end like obviously he's like okay but like nobody's dead like yeah. he's still alive right yeah, Archie kind of centers everybody back together and say, like, you guys are talking about the fact that you would have rather him die yeah. versus like going to school and shit. Yeah. And it isn't like, honestly, it was an interesting perspective. It's something that I hadn't really thought about, to be completely honest, because I was just following what they were giving us. But it is true when you think about these characters turning so evil and so yeah. bad in the real world, you're just like, okay, maybe, maybe that's what you shouldn't be doing. Um, even when, it, and, it, and I think it just like parallel to what they did in the real world where he got pranked and they try to kick him out and all this yeah. other stuff and being, and, and so it all kind of connected back when he finally wrote that story and Betty's reading it in her room and she's like, Oh wow, you changed the ending of the story. Like, why did you change it? And he basically says, I don't want to talk about the darkness of people. Like, you know, like we already, it's so, so much true and he's That's like it. he goes i was focusing on that he's like i yeah. was getting excited and happy focusing on the exactly and i was like oh my god i never thought of it like that and for him to to, yeah. to explain it i was like yeah it's so true since the beginning he's been focusing on that part of the town right. and so he didn't want that to be um he didn't want that to happen again in this story and that was really big for him yeah. to like recognize that I really liked that line as well. And I think that it was a shout out to like all the Varchi shippers who get very violent toward other Varchi shippers, you know, <laughs> I, I just thought, thought it was that connection. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so in that moment, they're talking, um, jelly bean comes in and she's like, Hey y'all. And she comes in with a brand she's new She's like tape. Amazon package. <laughs> just, just got to deliver. I just signed for it. Like they um, even paid for, for jelly bean to be in this episode just for that. I know. Tony wasn't even in it. And jelly bean yeah. came up the fucking stairs. She's like the male woman of their house. <laughs> yeah. So she gets the tape and, um, uh, they play it and it's the lodge cabin, the one that they, that was yeah. in the story. And they're like, okay, let me get my keys. Um, so they're on their way. They go over. The one thing that I didn't understand was how did they get in? Veronica should have had the keys. Also, Why was Betty's it our choice of Betty? clothing is like very questionable. Like it's pouring rain outside. This girl's in like a mini skirt. I'm like, girl, <laughs> if you are going to get wet, aren't you cold? 
<laughs> Don't be afraid that shit, though, girl. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I agree. But what are you going to do? So they don't bring Ver- Veronica and Archie, which I thought was a poor yeah, move. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But um, it just looks like, so they get there, and it looks... They run out of money. They run out of money. Yeah, they run out of money. They're just like, Jughead, <laughs> Jughead and Betty, stay in the scene. So it's just raining. It's just the two of you. Yeah. You can't even change clothes, Betty. You gotta wear your skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Um, so they realize that someone's been sleeping there. There's like, um, there's like all this food everywhere or whatever. And there's an old projector. And it's funny because I feel like there's clips. There's moments that we have to remember now because next season we're going to forget everything. Yeah. But basically one of the things that he said that was really interesting, uh, Jughead notices that the projector, he's like the project that looks exactly like the projector from the theater, the yeah. drive-in. Yeah. And it was like, who worked at the drive-in? Like, I started to think about those things, and I wasn't sure if there was a connection there. And then they saw, they see a VCR and a little TV, and then there's a tape inside the VCR. So they press down on the VCR, press play, and it shows a guy dressed as Mr. Honey. It says Mr. Honey on his shirt. He's wearing a hat, and there's a bunch of them. So it's, Cher- it's like a fake Cheryl, fake Archie, fake Veronica, fake Reggie, and they're all stabbing this guy to death. And then that's, and then the, they all turn to the camera and then that's how the episode ends. ends. The season ends. Season ends, yeah. But before we finish it off, did you feel like that was a real murder? Okay, that's what I want to ask you because like, I, like I want, and I want you guys as the audience to reply to us too and say like, do you guys think that they're actually killing these people or is it like a staged like act? Yes. What do you think? I don't know. I really don't know what to think. So I believed it all the way, literally up until this last tape, seeing this Mr. Honey tape only because I don't know if it was just really bad acting. And like the director was just like, yeah, just like fake stab him. But they were like this. They were like, well i uh, no it, pre- it looked pretty fucked up to me like i was like I oh my know. god I've but don't forget stuff. don't forget <laughs> I, mean, I, I think like they can't fully show because like it's still like a pg-13 show like sure. i don't think they can fully show like dun, dun, dun. but like when they all crowd around him and like they circle around him like he was yeah. so creepy um obviously i think for dramatic purposes like i think they like they should be really killing people because like it's just gonna feel that much more yes. like intense when it all comes out um but I don't know. I don't know what to think. I don't know if people that are watching think that they're actually... Like, I don't know what to think. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what, what it is. But that being said, I was going to say that um, when everybody turns to the camera, the one thing that we should keep an eye out is it. it's a minimum of seven people in the sequence like, that are yeah. behind all. So, so it's more than the Stonies, right? Yeah, like it's, it's more than the Stonies that we... People. Exactly, unless they're recruiting their entire classmate, yeah. they're all their classes or whatever, or I don't know what it is. But it just was an interesting moment to see, and this is these are always like the 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 turning points I think for Riverdale where it can be really good and they give you the shock value that you feel like yeah. you need. And if they don't follow through with like answering all the questions that we need answered, it could go downhill. So. I think that hopefully this makes sense when they finally reveal it all. Like if it turns out that it was just like one Stony, we're like, okay, then who were those five actors murdering somebody? Like it yeah. has to be. And I don't something. know what answer I want again, like with anything, like I don't know what I want. I guess yeah. the thing that makes the most sense is it is for it to be the Stonies. Like they're getting revenge. Yeah. Um, But also these tapes were happening 
long like it was before jack had even got to the school yes yes so who and why and what like why are they even still involved in all this situation and also you messaged this to me but we should talk about it they're doing a murder of something that he wrote like literally 10 minutes ago like Like, literally like it's still on his microsoft word like he hasn't even like sent it to anyone exactly so, so and you mentioned you were like he's still using the laptop that the sony's got for him right which is the dumbest thing ever like why would he oh, even keep that laptop idiot. um so i think you're right i think the only thing that could make sense is like they're either hacking his computer or like they're pulling it from the server like right. there's some because otherwise like how are you gonna know what he just wrote yeah exactly like, so there must be some sort of monitoring they, they have to tie that back around the fact that this murder this guy knows exactly what's happening in this moment like right now. minute by minute hour by hour yeah exactly yeah. so i yeah i think that's something that's worth calling out the one thing that we were saying we were joking about the fact that this is going to become like mr robot it's all about like technology this season yeah. seems like it's going to be all about like hacking or like finding finding out stories and exposing people's secrets and all that data kind of mining data mining but um it's interesting because I wish that they had at least one of the characters from the core four be that techie person, but none of them are techie. Yeah, well, like, it's it's because their tech is not really tech. Like even they yeah. use VHS tape. Like they want that vibe of like the old times, the nineteen sixties, right. and so they've they've never really introduced tech in this way, yeah. right? Like where you can be hacked or like I guess they did it with Veronica and like the sticky maple thing in season one right. or like her Instagram like people made fun of her online but that hasn't really come back into play yeah. um since then so I don't know we'll see I guess yeah let us know how what you guys thought about that finale because it was crazy and it was great I love the way that it ended even though that it yeah. left a lot of questions maybe not some great questions but I'm excited for the next season now for like, sure. I'm, I'm excited yeah. for this next mystery yeah um let's get into some questions from you guys or just some comments that you guys made uh one of them was from at shoney five on it saying Cheryl really c- carries a show on her back amazing um yeah Cheryl had a great uh season uh episode this like, episode. She ha- like I wouldn't say Carrie, but I think she's an amazing character, and yes. I would definitely miss her if she wasn't in it, hundred percent. But I can't really say Carrie. Like she's a great part of the ensemble. Yeah, if you yeah. Look at it that way. yeah. Um, and then, like I said, at Lana Scopjack said, "But where's Tony?" We yeah, asking the same question. Shout out to action. Um, yeah, Vanessa Morgan, where you at, girl? Let us know. She on a honeymoon, getting sexual. <laughs> All right. So before we get into your recap roundups, let's do ours. Ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> recap roundups. Best moment. What was your best moment? Uh, my best moment, um, definitely the episode was like a very like standout, great, amazing. But my best moment, I think, has to be the pops champagne yeah. popping celebration. It was so cute. Um, their whole spin on it being like a generational kind of pass of the passing of the torch thing, like yes. seeing all the parents together, seeing Hermione finally like like Mama is alive, <laughs> she, thank God. She's not, yeah, gone. <laughs> you know, Just like she's not fading into the wallpaper. Um, but it was yeah. a really really cute scene, and the fact that Cheryl was on the table, <laughs> I just like she did everything. Yeah. Um. I think definitely the best moment. It's hard for me to pick one specifically. Like you were saying, the whole episode was amazing. The music, the scenes that they gave us. I will pr- maybe I'll focus in on like the lounge scenes 
I know that's still general, but like the lounge scenes were just perfection. I wish we saw more of those, those interactions that we have, the very high school conversational shit. And, you know, I'm so glad that we got to get it by the end of the season and we're still going to get a few of them before they graduate because we're not going to get those. We don't know what's going to happen when when they finish graduation are they going to do the time jump we still haven't really had any conversations around what's going to happen once they graduate school or what season five holds for us so it's um, a very interesting thing that you just brought up i do feel like season four was a good season um but there were some things that i missed i think i yes. think we could have definitely used a lot more student lounge scenes a lot of 100%. more um of them coming together and like having these really like iconic moments i still feel like they they did um skip over those i, I feel like it we could have had way more but agreed we'll take what we get yeah wtf moment what was your wtf moment wtf moment i think it's gonna go to um what you brought up and the fact that jughead if he is still using the laptop that they got him (laughs) i'm like boy you are dumb as shit like actually you're so dumb like these people tried to fucking kill you like not even get you suspended not even like make fun of you not even prank you they tried to murder Murder you you. (laughs) you are going to use that mac that they got you it's, it's so like true. you're so dumb like i'm yeah. like you're so dumb actually like what have you done with your life this whole time like what yeah. have you learned yeah um my wtf moment is gonna go to honey getting that job at stonewall because i feel like it kind of came out of nowhere um the fact that he's like i'm gonna be the headmaster of stonewall i'm like are we not done with that fucking storyline now and it just feels like it's gonna come back around and i yeah. didn't really want the next story to be connected to stonewall but it looks yeah. like it could be if we're gonna keep him going you know what you know? i think it would have been really cool if like along the way along the season we saw him like like honey having a connection to Stonewall or like or like some sort of like alluding to that that he's yes. connected to this other storyline right. um i think teasing that would have been really cool and then like now seeing it like all connect i would have been like oh shit like no wonder but it kind of just feels like random now it's like oh they're still pulling from that storyline like i thought we were done with that so exactly like i don't know again if he had a little like if he had a little pin or something yeah yeah okay there's like something there but he's the headmaster of the entire school suddenly like what yeah and also yeah. he was waiting on getting fired for him to move to the new position like what doesn't make any sense yeah anyway moving on mvp who's your mvp mvp i agree with you i think i'm gonna give it to you know we always you know we give them a hard time the writers yeah for sure we give them a hard time i got a shout out to the to the writers of the episode obviously matching like the directing was beautiful it's killed it slayed it it's eerie and like oh it was amazing but definitely i think the writing was like on point um like i said before i think their strength really lies in like these one episodes where there's a clear like beginning and an end and they can fill in those gaps and it just always works for them Uh, like just echoing what you were saying machinamic killed it uh, as the director of this episode and yeah i just want to shout out to the entire cast like just a perfect episode to me like just really well done all around not something that i often say about the show unfortunately but like knowing that they have this ability and this capability is just it's refreshing to get at the end of the season yeah for sure lvp LVP, I think it's the same as yours. And I'm going to have to say Reggie. Uh, And I don't know. Like, I feel bad because, like, half of it was, like, a fake, like, scenario. But, like, 
he was just so like, oh, Reggie, just yeah. get your shit together. Stop. Like, that's how He's I so can him. <laughs> yeah. And I get that, that that's kind of like his role in this yeah. in this show. He's not quite an Archie and he's not quite a bu- Jughead. He's yeah. his own kind of badass, but sensitive, but stupid character. And yeah, it, it, he was just written in the in Jughead's story as like this extremely frustrating character to deal with. Um, and you're just like, dude, get it together. Playing the yeah. doofball all the time is not always an exciting thing to watch. But at the same time, he delivered a lot of those hilarious lines, he which did, I love. For sure. So for sure. I was, I, I was definitely okay with it, even though yeah. he was my LP. What was your best <laughs> line? <laughs> You're like, also, he was my. But he was my LP. The best line. Best line is gonna go to Betty. Uh, I think when they're in the student lounge, like in the beginning, and she's like, maybe, but I still think we should have killed him. Yeah, <laughs> Obviously, this girl's first choice is always like to murder someone. <laughs> she's like ready to kill everybody at all times. Yeah. Um, my best line is gonna go to the lounge when Archie says, Wanna go to prom with me? And yeah, then Jughead I says, I'd be honored, but I'm not putting out. And then Kevin says, let the fan fiction begin. So it was like a three-part joke. And I just loved it. It was just perfection. I just, this, and that's what I'm saying. I wanted this for all, all the time in Riverdale. Um, going to our listener roundups at Dazit Micah said best moment the parents come together to defend their kids WTF moment that there were two different things going on I couldn't keep up with it MVP all the kids LVP Reggie um, best line I'm the only one who has who never has gotten rid of a dead body um, and that's from Reggie which was true. Yeah. Postmaster Radio says best moment, the revenge fantasy of killing Mr. Honey. Great directing for Machen. WTF moment, the final scene. MVP's Betty, LVP's Reggie. Best line is, that's the most high school thing you'll, you've ever said, Jughead to Betty. And also when they say, who's had experience with getting rid of a dead body and everybody raises their hand. At Albert E10 says, best moment, everyone at Pops. WTF moment, the last scene. MVP Machen, seemed like she had, she's had she been directing for years. LVP Jughead for not including Kevin in his story. <laughs> and uh, best line, the problem oh, yeah. with having all the answers is it blinds us to the truth of what's right in front of your eyes. Um, yes, I do agree that they didn't include he- Kevin in the story, but Kevin became that gossip guy that he's always been kind of created to be in the show. And I don't know what else they would give him in, the, in that particular yeah, role. Yeah, that's true. Um, at Lana Skopjack says, best moment, the parents helping the kids. WTF moment, Reggie being the only one who's never gotten rid of a body. MVPs, the kids. LVPs, Charles for acting like he's a real, acting like he's a real character. Still. <laughs> Still, after all this time. And the best line is, the only thing we can do is live our lives um, and then she writes, sure. I mean, two people just died, but that's so accurate. <laughs> so that was great. And then finally, one from at Fanula saying, all I have is MVP, Mr. Honey. Oh, and hashtag Barchi Endgame. So we got a Barchi fan. But oh, yeah. also Barchi's so strong. MVP, Mr. Honey. Questionable. <laughs> <laughs> That is our final podcast that our final Aww. recap roundups of the season. Thank you guys all so much for listening this season. It's been quite a ride. I think that we've had our highs and lows enjoyed like random murder mysteries, but also have kind of gone through definitely better than season three. Definitely better than season <laughs> definitely three. Season three. Super strong. I mean, I think that they've really they kind of pulled it together for their final senior year. I think despite what's going on with quarantine and all that, they've really like made a good show finale and 
I am excited for the next season. I'm excited to see okay. what happens in the next thing. I think it's just if it continues on this path of just enjoyable, consumable content and not focusing so much on the murders and really having that dialogue heavy, fun stuff, then I think we'll be okay. Um, I'm going to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode, our Rewinder Squad, White, Nicole, Faith, our Lit Rewinders, Tina and Serena, Soleil, Kate, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamla, and Grace. If you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you'll get access to all things recap, rewind, exclusive contests, content, and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. And you can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thank you guys for an amazing Thank season. Thank you guys so much. I Cheers can't believe we're done. Uh, I can't believe it. Um, wow, but I'm going to miss everyone. Missing everybody. Be in touch. We'll be on Twitter. We'll be on Instagram. So just keep in contact if you miss us. Um, have a great summer. And thank you. Stay safe. safe. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.